Welcome back, all you fabricated flashbacks, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero and pop culture, media, that's of course video games, TV shows, movies. Uh, we talk about news and do some speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mo Depupay, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, how you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, I had a good weekend. Really yeah. great weekend. Yeah, I did too. I got to go hang out with uh, <laughs> with my daughter uh, and also watched a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, I I know you said not, you said I don't think so, but I finally decided to check out, uh, what, what was it called? Chainsaw Man. <laughs> I checked out the first episode. It's interesting. Uh, I'm trying to decide if I should get back to it, but it's guy with a chainsaw coming out of his head. Like, uh, I mean, I guess. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this God, this it's a momentous day in the world of superhero media. Uh, there's big new things going about. You know, Black Adam just dropped. It had a. <clears throat> You know, I had a pretty good weekend. Not, you know, it didn't blow the doors off, but they had a pretty good weekend. Uh, but that brought about uh, a bit of news. Uh, so, uh, speaking of the news, uh, that's what we do here on the Supercast. We talk about what's going on uh, with superheroes in pop uh, culture, media, and the news this week is it's short, but very momentous. List. Uh, so uh, we got rumors about Agents of Shield. And the MCU, there's a bit of that big Henry Cavill announcement related to Black Adam. We got a couple Marvel trailers uh, that we want to talk about: Quantumania and Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. And the big news, uh, the big news of the day, uh, big moves uh, over at DC. Who's leading? Who's going to be the Kevin Feige for DC uh, films going forward? Uh, somebody we know, somebody we love. So we're going to get to that. That's the big news of the day. So Lottie, uh, you ready to roll into this? Y- yes. <laughs> Let's get to it. Um, so there's a, this real quick, there's a rumor. So re- regarding Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which of course is the Marvel TV, you know, formerly Marvel TV, uh, put out Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think it was like seven seasons uh, and it, the idea was it was going to be a TV show that tied into the MCU proper, the, the films. And um, pretty, you know, pretty well received overall. Had Phil Coulson revived and, you know, bought, brought back from the dead. All that stuff. Only problem was that Kevin Feige didn't acknowledge it ever. The movies acknowledged it never. You know, that there's no connection as far as the movies are concerned. And so it's really kind of like this, you know, redheaded stepchild of the MCU, wherein it it exists, but it doesn't, you know? And it and because of that, at some point toward the end of the series, they it decided to just kind of do its own thing and not worry about trying to tie into what the MCU was doing. Uh, which, given that we have the multiverse saga going on right now, it would lead you to believe maybe it's a multiverse thing. We don't know. Um, 
What does that have to do with anything? Well, according to Giant Freaking Robot, which, look, I'm not going to say they're totally reliable, but, you know, this is a rumor they, they put out. And I said, Lottie, I want us to talk about this because I know you are a fan, right? And I know mm-hmm. I'm a fan <clears throat> of this show. So the the rumor is that they that Kevin Feige may be looking mm-hmm. at a way to bring Agents of Shield into the MCU proper, uh, fully mm-hmm. acknowledged. Um, look, <laughs> I'm not saying this is real. I'm just saying this this is the rumor. Lottie, let's say it's true. Um, well, let's. How true do you think it is? And if it is, you know, what, what's your thoughts? Oh, I would love for it to be true. I would love to have a Agents of Shield because Agents of Shield was a good show. There was a few times that it connected to the movies, like uh, I can't remember what movie it was. Uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, there was that Quinjet. Oh, not Quinjet. The uh, Helicarrier. Coulson is the one who who was the one who deployed the Helicarrier. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I do want to say, like, just I'm not saying again that this means for sure, but we had, do have to consider the fact that Marvel, you know, Marvel is definitely integrating Netflix in some way, shape or form, even if it's a multiverse, multiverse version of the of the uh, Netflix shows, they're starting to integrate that stuff. And so maybe that's what where they're aiming at here, some way to get them in. Uh, especially because if they do, they then get access to some actually really cool fan, you know, fan favorite characters like Daisy Johnson uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Mockingbird. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, you have Agent May who are who have been integrated into the comics uh, themselves. Um, I know I like this idea. I have no idea how they can figure that out because a lot of stuff that's in. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. don't match up with the MCU, like, at all. You know, like, the the season they went into the future, and the Earth is blowed up. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, how do they they square that? Or maybe they just say whatever. You know, it's, it's, they're, they're, the great thing about the multiverse is they could just be like, whatever. Or, they just don't acknowledge any of that shit that happened, and they just have some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, but the the article does say like, well, how do they square with the fact that there ain't no shield right now? See, um, who knows, Lottie? That's who knows what what's gonna happen there. They can just make it a multiverse type thing. I hope so. <clears throat> I mean, what's the point of having a multiverse where literally anything can happen when you just like anything can happen except Agents of Shield? Every anything else could happen. You know, Marvel Zombies, that's cool. That's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., ridiculous. So You know, there's one more thing that I'm going to bring back, and I will not end this crusade until it comes back. Hashtag Hit Monkey Season 2. Where the hell is Hit Monkey? <laughs> oh, I man. want you know, Hit I'm Monkey. Dude, you are, you are, I swear you are going to be the last person beating that drum because... <laughs> If there's anything, if there's anything that's not gonna happen, <laughs> it's just definitely hit monkey. I think I was listening to Kevin Smith podcast, and he was pretty much—I I don't want to say he's putting a nail in that coffin, not specifically, 
but the you know he was saying how when he was he was developing the uh, uh, Howard the Duck show that that of course they canceled when when Feige took over uh, Marvel TV. He was saying that they were going to do something with Man Thing because Howard the Duck and Man Thing, you know, traditionally they do sort of crossover at times. And they were like, "Nope, you can't. No, we're we're canceling it. You can't use that. You know what I'm saying?" And that's because they were going to use Man Thing for boy, Werewolf by Night. And so, you know, I, you know, they they were canceling all those things. They only let Hit Monkey go. He was saying because it was already pretty well into development. So. There's no reason, you know, to to cancel it after putting money into it, which is something I wish that DC would have thought about when they canceled Batgirl. You know, <laughs> this because Hit Monkey was was chump change, relatively speaking, and they still were like, "Nah, we already paid for this, so let's just go ahead and put it out." Right? Yeah. Why couldn't they do that for Batwoman? So anyway, well, that's another another story uh but anyway we'll we'll find out i'm sure i think this is bullshit but maybe it's true if it is we'll let you guys know in the future uh moving on we got uh you know what let's let's just let's just go ahead and address something that i know makes you happy and that is cavill's return as superman we saw it in black adam Mm -hmm. The man in the suit with that, you know, that strapping man in the red and blue with that black curl over it and a, a smile that says, we got to work this out or else I'm going to have to kick your ass. So, <laughs> it's a blackout. <laughs> and, every, and the world's happy, right? More Superman. We've been hearing rumors about more Superman. Uh, that Zaslav really likes him and everything. Well... Henry Cavill made it official on Instagram that he's back, baby. Uh, he's back and not in black this time, thank God, but back in his his regular blue and red suit. Uh, <clears throat> nothing official though has been really announced yet. He's just saying there's going to be more in the future. Lottie, you saw this announcement. Um, I'm presuming you're happy about it. So, right, what do you think? And you know, how soon do you think that we're going to be getting something from Cavill uh, as Superman? Listen, I hope we get an, the earliest we'll probably get Man of Steel 2 is probably 2025 or 2026. So, I mean, we could get him in another movie you know like if they ever decide to you know maybe they could throw him in uh what's the call as well like he's inviting um what's that guy's name to the justice league maybe that's why they delayed it so they could get him to be the to cut the end cut scene oh i think <clears throat> i think it's very uh, likely i think it's very likely that cavill shows up as a as a cameo in um you know at least one other uh you know dc film the most likely candidate is is probably i would say flash uh it's the most i can see him showing up again i can see him showing up again in uh uh what's it called shazam because he 
because he Superman was in the original Shazam. It'll yeah. be only you know it'll be only better for him to say, "Hey, you know, you're ready to be a a member of the Justice oh, yeah, League ab- now." Absolutely, yeah. Actually, that makes a lot more sense even than the Flash, to sh- and that is coming out relatively soon. And it, and trust, I understand. And my understanding is that Cavill filmed this really recently, like last month, because that's that's the beauty of of, of you know Hollywood magic. It takes almost nothing to get someone in for a day, suit it up, and then, you know, or you know, might not even suit up. Just put them in, uh, you know, put them in a green screen suit and then digitally put that put the suit on them. It takes almost nothing for that to happen, <clears throat> which is, you know, very promising. I just I think the fact that he's just straight up saying it, and The Rock is co-signing this, by the way, and it's on his uh, on his uh, social media. He is definitely co-signing the idea that Cavill is back. So even though there's been no official announcement, I can't see how that's not what's going to happen. Like, why would he say such things? And why would The Rock co-sign if it wasn't, you know, on the level? <clears throat> so overall, I think, my God, great. This is great. This is a great announcement for DC. It's a great thing for DC in general. It's about time to write this damn ship, and one of the best ways you can do it. And, and The Rock was pretty much saying this too. How how the hell can you have the DCU with no Superman? Right? Who? Yeah. Who? Walter Hamada. His you know he's he's done. He's out. He's no longer running DC. That may be one of his worst damn decisions. I'm not a. Oh, that is his worst decision. I, I mean, I'm I'm not a Walter Hamada hater. I'm pretty neutral on him, but saying no to Henry Cavill as Superman because Zack Snyder's vision for Superman was flawed is the, some of the most dumbass bullshit decision making possible. And like it's like it's ridiculous. That's that Cavill may be one of the most the redeeming qualities of Zack Snyder's vision, even though I think he was ill treated. I thought, you know, the death of Superman was rushed. All that shit was yeah. rushed. But that has nothing to do with Henry Cavill's ability to portray him because he was great in Man of Steel. Hell, I contend he was great in Batman v Superman and in uh, Justice League. He just wasn't, he just didn't have good material. Mm-hmm. So what the fuck was Walter Hamada even thinking about? Like, as you say, man that was born to play Superman. This. Yeah, he was born. This man, this man was born to be Superman. The simple fact that he was just like, "Oh, let's let's find every possible way to get rid of him," it was just idiotic. It's just stupid. It's definitely his biggest mistake, and I'm sure he looks back and maybe regrets it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess I'll just have to be happy still being a millionaire because <laughs> and yeah. no longer being uh, in charge of DC. I'm sure. Well, you know what? I'm just happy. I'm happy that he's coming back. I want to see good things with Henry Cavill as Superman. So, uh, you know, let's well, let's be optimistic as we uh, wait to see more announcements on that. Uh, we got some trailer reviews now. Uh, we got two trailers dropped recently, uh, like in the last week. Uh, one of them was the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer. 
Now there was the Guardians uh, of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So I say, uh, let's just let's review Quantumania first. Uh, mm-hmm. We got what we had been hearing about this stuff from you know the you know Comic Con and other things like that. The trailer, you know, this trailer wasn't it because I had heard stuff about him threatening or semi threat, you know, Kang threatening Ant Man or whatever. A little more stuff to it. This this wasn't it. Uh, but what we did get was well. I'll just say it straight up. It's a lot of damn CG in this. <laughs> it's a yeah. ton, ton of CG in this. Like, and and it makes sense. You know, we we see them. You know, most part of it is, you know, Scott walking around uh, San Francisco and just being acknowledged, like, yeah, you saved the world. And then you know, his daughter Cassie, who apparently is as smart as her dad invents this little signal thing that goes to the quantum realm for reasons. I'm going to say for reasons, because I can't imagine that there's an actual good reason to do that. And then suddenly they're sucked into the quantum realm and there's, you know, it's, there's all sorts of crazy creatures and weird vistas. And we see the Chronopolis, you know, it's like this giant, awesome city. That's apparently, you know, tiny, tiny Bill Murray shows up and you know, whatever. And then we get the man Kang himself. Um, just, I want to say the first time I watched, it, I was, was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, this is fine. This is a lot of damn CG up in this bitch." But the second time I, I watched it through, I was like, oh, "Okay, I get what's going on. You know, I get what what they're trying to get at here, and they're just trying to unveil Kang. That's really what's going on. This whole this thing is to say, show here's this guy. Trust us, he's he's bad news." Yeah. And so I I like this trailer, and I particularly like the Kang unveil. Uh, Lottie, what do you think? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. So first of all, the first thing I thought was like, "This is a dumb girl." <laughs> like, what? Are you? He's like, "Wait, yeah, uh, you're sending a signal into the quantum realm." Yeah. Like, did you not want to ask the person who spent like the last? 30 years there you know like did you just think hey this is just a good idea let me just try to impress everybody and well here we go everything's getting she, fucked she, up she, she, she basically fell for like a quantum fishing a quantum fishing scam she's just like yeah but the the you know the uh, prince of quantum nigeria said if i would just give him our bank account and our address would be fine yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was dumb, but the visuals are actually damn cool. Yeah. And, you know, we get to see, you know, Cassie gets her, her suit and, you know, of course that's going to play into eventually, I don't care what Feige says, they're going to do Young Avengers, damn it. So, uh, but Kang, that's, we got to talk about Kang, man. Um, so comic accurate. That's we remember I was telling you last week and that we've gotten to the point in the MCU where even the goofy shit gets to be on screen. Cuz if you think about the the beginning of the MCU the first 10 years what was the goofiest thing that that happened in that? Was the fucking rainbow bridge. That was the goofiest thing that we saw in in all of the MCU's, you know, first 5 or 6, you know, movies. Everything else is just like, no, we got to be super real. 
and I, you know, super realistic. We got to make it sort of look like it could re be really happening. And it's something that I lament because now we're getting goofy ass shit like Thor Love and Thunder and even Werewolf by Night. And people are just like, this is just, I want, I want my serious superhero stuff. As if that's not one of the dumbest damn, you know, phrases. Seri serious, super, realistic superhero stuff. There's nothing fucking realistic about superheroes. Right? Yeah. It's not. And Ant-Man is the least, one of the least realistic because he literally gets smaller than a fucking, uh, you know, subatomic particle. That's not possible. So yeah. I'm glad that they're just leaning hard into the Kirby-esque strangeness of the vistas and the, and the you know the bad guys and everything like that everything's is weird and it should be and i'm glad that they that they leaned into that i, I really am um lottie but but for real though kang it's my god he looked yes he who he who remains is a version of him but it's pretty clear that this guy is no joke. I thought, like, at one point in the trailer, I thought we saw the queen of Karen's herself. But I was like, oh, no, that's just, uh, what's her name? That's Hank Pym's wife. But, um, yeah, he, I was like, what's his name? He, well, he's trying to get swag points now for showing up <laughs> like that? <clears throat> hey, did you even see on his face the line, you know, on the, the classic, Kang look where he's got lines down his face mm -hmm. you see that they are really they are marked on his face like so mm -hmm. Kang's face actually has that they, he even had like the little you know purple face and everything like that and I, I mean come on this dude ain't playing I mean the way he walks he's just like remember how he who remains was all kind of like you know excited with like new possibilities but he was kind of you know jumping around a little he's a little more jumpy this guy's got mm -hmm. swag you're not you're saying swag yeah he's he is walking around like i could kill every one of you no no problem and he actually like really is he's menacing it's like i know who you are scott lang <laughs> i was like oh <laughs> it's like oh you don't you told somebody told you my government name how dare you <laughs> Yeah, this, you know what, for a teaser trailer, it didn't really tell us much about what's going on. Uh, but I, I can't, I can't lie. It's, it looks interesting as hell. Uh, and I'm hoping that this is, you know, the high point in the, in the Ant-Man movies. Because there, let me just say, Ant-Man has traditionally underperformed for an MCU movie. And there's no reason for that because Ant-Man 1 and 2 are good. In fact, Ant-Man 1 is great. Ant-Man Ant 1 good. was great. Yeah, I love that man one. And it's it. just because he's not like well known or anything, but like I'm serious. He should be I think he should, you know, have a eight hundred, nine hundred million dollar movie. And I'm hoping that this is gonna be the one. I hope this is his I hope this is his Ragnarok moment. I hope this is his billion dollar movie. I hope people get into it and are just like, you know what? We actually need to see this. Especially because it, you know, Kang Dynasty is gonna come out of it. So I was very happy with this. Just it, it took me a couple watches, but yeah, I, I'm, I was down with this one. Um, so we also had the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special tra uh, trailer, and I had heard some stuff about what this was going to be about. It's essentially 
the Guardians uh, and the other people on Nowhere sort of trying to do Earth-style Christmas celebration. And I was like, okay, that sounds silly. That might be fun for like 25 minutes or something. But this trailer was not at all what I was thinking what it was going to be. Lottie, I mean, what it, you saw this trailer. What the heck? What's this? Shit's crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, what do you think about it? So, first of all, this is the one that I have to say. Thank you, Marvel, for finally realizing that humans that live in the in the Marvel universe are not going to be shocked seeing aliens walk down the street. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Like somebody in the like comment section was like, what, do they not care to see aliens walking? And I'm like, they're in Bruh, Los Angeles. Think about this. Half in, the universe yeah. was gone. They literally know there are aliens. Not only do they know there are aliens, they've seen them. They're from Asgard. They've seen people. Yeah. They've, they've seen, remember, uh, Korg. They've seen Korg before, right? I mean, they was, had a planet sized yeah. being who stayed in front of the earth for 15 minutes. Hiroshima. They know. That, not only that, well, think about this. Uh, Thanos and, and his army were were on on the earth and there was yeah. the incursion in, in, into New York. And not only that, we saw in She-Hulk that more and more people are getting superpowers, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it's no, it's no big deal. Also, it's fucking genius to have them walking down in, in Hollywood where yeah. you literally see people dressed up as superheroes all the time so people tourists can take pictures. Makes sense. That, that was I was like that's genius but of course it's genius because we know who, who created this right this James mm -hmm. Gunn if anybody's on top of their game this man's on top of his game um it's it looks like it's gonna be fun just this almost a whole let's take the Guardians around real world Earth and you know Hollywood LA or whatever uh, because they're trying to cheer up peter quill and uh we're just gonna have you know we're gonna have christmas christmasy stuff going on but that's great i was like this is cool this is cool but there's a point in the trailer that we reach and i'm like no no and then when it was yes yes i was like i laughed my ass off and i, I had to watch this twice so i could actually catch what the hell happened in the rest of the trailer because i was laughing so hard you know what it is lottie you know what you know what made me laugh the Kevin Bacon part. Hell, yes. I. It's a. You know what? Ten out of ten. I don't even have to see this. This. This thing is ten out of ten right now. Because of that Kevin Bacon thing, and I don't even need to see the rest of this to know I'm gonna love this thing. Because only James Gunn could think to himself, you know what? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Kevin Bacon into the MCU. And like we're like, who? What character is he? He's playing himself, damn it! And that's he's getting chased by Drax and Gamora. I, what else? And that's their present for Quill to get his his hero, Kevin Bacon. What what else you need, Lottie? What else do you need? Nothing much else. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. I'm just happy that we no longer. That the humans finally realize, hey, uh, 
after so many times seeing aliens, we're not the only ones in the universe anymore. Yeah. I'm just happy that that's finally, finally I mean, being yeah, played that, upon. I would love for one day for them to acknowledge the way the religions of the world and the philosophy of the world deal with the fact that that's true. But, you know, whatever. That's too serious. We don't need serious. Remember what I was saying before? We need some goofy shit in the MC. I, I want this. I, I seriously, truly, really do want to steer away from this whole everything's got to be grim, dark, serious superhero stuff. I want to get the hell away from that. That is not the best thing about comic books. Comic books are fun and, and interesting to read because there's a lot of goofy-ass shit going on that, that's just accepted as normal. And I want to normalize that stuff in the MCU. Like, people got mad about She-Hulk and how goofy it was acting with stuff. Good! It should be that way. That's the way the, the character was. There's Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is a real person in the MCU. And he should be. We should see more stuff like that. This stuff right here, wait, I want zany-ass crap going on. Because, I mean, if you're watching something where there's literally... A dude with a purple nutsack chin, you know, attacking, <laughs> you know, fighting hand to hand with Fat Thor, and you can't find some amusement in, in the, that sort of world. I don't know what you're watching any of this stuff for. Uh, this, what I say, it's just about having fun, man. And I, I think James Gunn's going to admit this here. So, uh, but what? God, that's coming out next. Uh, next, it's coming out on the 25th, so the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, that God, that's gonna be cool. So we'll be checking that out uh, when that arrives. Uh, so uh, that's that's all of our news news. It's time to get like this this the real deal. Lottie, uh, do you do you want to do the honor? Do you want to do you want to uh, say about the phone? Yep. Go ahead. Somebody better pick up that phone. Why? Cause I fucking called it. <laughs> I called it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I was like, DC, if they want to get back, they need to throw bands. They need to throw them bands at James Gunn. James Gunn said he doesn't want to be in leadership position. You throw money in his face and say, how do you feel now? I don't know. Throw another sack. If he keeps <laughs> th throwing that money until that man finally says yes, and they finally got to that number where that man said, fuck it. I, that, yeah, this, I, we, this just came across today. James Gunn uh, is going to become uh, co-chair uh, co-CEO uh, with Peter Safran uh, of DC Films uh, after Walter Hamada, you know, he's uh, stepped down <clears throat> uh, after, I believe it's effective now. And so uh, uh, effective November 1st, they will take over as uh, leaders of the studio. And it, it might, you know, we were talking a couple weeks back about the whole futility of finding a, a Kevin Feige. Uh, you know, and I, I was very animated. I said, hey, you know, if you could find a Kevin Feige, you have gotten him by now. You know, right? And, the tr and I still, I stand by that. They couldn't find a Kevin Feige. They needed to find two people who equaled a Kevin Feige. And I'm not going to lie. I didn't, I honestly didn't think that James Gunn would, would step up to this. 
because he is he's a story guy. He really is. He's a story guy. He's got all these ideas. And right now, DC loves him, and they're just like, they're giving them work. They gave him a movie. They gave him a TV show. He's getting a second season. He's developing some other things. I didn't think he had enough time on his, uh, you know, on his schedule to do that and also actually run a studio. Uh, but it turns out that you're right. You know, they, they went to him and they said, hey, not you, but you and somebody else. And, you know, before we talk more about James Gunn, let's talk about uh, Peter Safran, who has been a producer. He, you know, he's he's within the industry. He's, you know, he's represented people. He's been a producer. You know, he's worked at Warner Brothers for quite a while. He's got his name as uh, executive producer or producing credits on a bunch of uh, you know, superhero things and horror and, and so forth. Guy knows he knows how to run the business side of movie making, which is what you need. That's the thing is yeah. they need that guy. They need he's not I don't want to say the bean counter, but they need a guy that at the top of the, the chart not only loves and knows the superhero stuff, which apparently Peter Safran's got a pretty strong basis within not just DC Comics, but comics in general. Got a pretty strong basis. But as far as business goes, he knows how to get movies made, right? He knows how to, you know, how to make, how to get them completed. And that's important because James Gunn, we love him. His strength has been as a creative force, as a director, as a writer, that sort of that's that's his wheelhouse. So this is a perfect compliment for him. And you know, you see that David Zaslav, you know, he said straight out, he's like, we we all have a we, we know they have a great vision. We can't wait to work with them. We're convinced they're gonna you know they're gonna drive DC forward. And apparently, this is a four year deal and, and all that. Um, so I I'm happy that Saffron is part of this. I had heard his name before anyway. I'm happy that he's a part of this because we need that kind of savvy, you know, leadership on that side, on, you know, the the day-to-day working side of it. That's very important. And it's it gives me a lot of confidence that that's the sort of person that they went to, uh, to, you know, to really help make sure that these movies don't just get made, get made well and on time and on budget. Cool. So all that being said... Lottie, I don't. I don't know that you've know, you've heard of this guy before, have you? No. That's and it's fine. Good producers, you don't. They don't need their names to be known by people. They just need to get that money, right? <laughs> yes. Um. On the other side, let's talk James Gunn. I mean, God, this makes the most sense in the world. And also, what a what a fucking coup. What what a, I mean, Marvel literally shit the bed on this one. Can we yeah. say that they shit yeah. the bed on this one? They, think about the thing about the timeline on James Gunn. Do you remember when he got fired? He got fired by Alan Horn, by the way, who right now is a is a consultant over at Warner Brothers, and probably is part of the reason why he's got re. He got hired on at this. But remember, he got fired over some bullshit. And if it wasn't for that, he might be over at Marvel right now as one of 
you know, as the second in command in, Mar- at, in Marvel with the MCU. Mm-hmm. But instead, some I saw this meme on, or somebody talked about this on social media. Some right wing asshole dug up some old ass fucking shitty jokes that he made that he had talked about, he'd already apologized for, and whatever, got him fired, and now we got great stuff coming in the future. Thank God for that dumbass piece of shit that tried to cancel James Gunn. Because look where we are now. And Marvel, really, they fucked up. Because of that happening, James Gunn went to DC, did some cool shit, they liked what he's doing, and they made him a sweetheart deal. And look where we are now. Lottie, just how, how bad was How bad of a fuck up was that? And he's the reason why Guardians of the Galaxy is even a popular, it's even a popular, like, you know, characters. I mean, this was a complete colossal mess up. I don't know. Maybe they just thought he wouldn't do it, but now he's he's gone. The Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is the end. And it's probably Guardians of the Galaxy 3 will probably Guardians of the Galaxy will probably die with it, unfortunately, because isn't it like that's the end of all the like people's contracts? Well, I would say that. I mean, obviously they can renegotiate or whatever, but you'd have to think they they're tight. Like, by the way, James Gunn, we already sort of know this. The people that he works with on films they are they're in tight with him like i was just watching slither over the weekend you know his first direct uh you know major i guess picture directorial debut and i was like oh shit michael rooker is one of the stars of that who michael rooker is also in guardians right he you know michael rooker even showed up in, in the suicide squad briefly uh he has a tendency to once he once he works with people and he has a good working relationship with them, they keep working with him. So maybe we'll see them show up in a DC thing. Like it's not a Drax, you know, uh, David Tisa very well could be in the in the DCU. That's what I'm talking about. Like when I say this is a fuck up on Marvel's part, that one shitty decision that they made years ago means that he won't be doing anything MCU for at least four years and maybe longer, depending on how well this goes. That's, that's crazy. This is ridiculous, but we win. Like because of this Lottie, the fans won. I think this is, this is more of a win than even Cavill coming back as Superman. I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And there's, oh my God, that, there's so much to, to talk about as far as like him being part of it. I'm just I'm just amazed, just amazed. I was I'm just so damn happy about this, because uh, I mean James Gunn he he may be he may be my favorite superhero like director right now like of just in general. I mean he, he made Peacemaker, but pretty much the Suicide Squad was awesome. He made Peacemaker as one of the best damn superhero things. Period. I don't see how this is could possibly go wrong, especially now that he gets, you know, along with Saffron, they sort of get to do the Feige thing where they're, they did to decide, I like this, I don't like this. And I'll say this also, 
you could not ask for a more knowledgeable comic book person. It's clear this guy, he knows what he knows and what he knows. He knows it down all the way into, because he, he made nobodies into somebodies, you know? I mean, and he's got, he and Saffron got the DC, all of DC films to get in order, including the, you know, a lot of it's not connected to anything. You know, the Batman is its own thing. Joker is its own thing. The DCEU, or they call it the DCU now. That's its own thing. Animation, that's another thing, right? And they have an opportunity to kind of sort all of that out into a way that makes sense. You know, it doesn't have to be... To me, I hope they don't do the MCU thing where everything's connected. But also that where it all makes sense within the context of the DC umbrella. So, um, uh, gosh. Okay, I've been talking a lot. Lottie, uh, <laughs> you share your thoughts because I, I, I could go on and on. I mean, I'm pretty much, I pretty much said what I had to say. I'm just, I am ecstatic because I was part, I've been saying that we need somebody like James Gunn in DC. Oh my God. It just, I just, it's just, just why between that and Cavill, I'm not saying, I doubt he's going to be doing much. He's still going, apparently he's still also going to be making TV and movies because obviously he still has Peacemaker season two and he's got another, you know, a couple other irons in the fire. I'm just thinking about Henry Cavill being well served by the fact that James Gunn is, you know, in, involved in the creative process with, with Superman. We're going to get a Superman yeah. that James Gunn has got has had his his fingerprints on. And if, God, if that doesn't make you excited, I just, I don't know I don't know what gets will rev anybody up except that. Uh, and and of course you know, Black Adam too. I think is probably going to happen. Another I mean, God, there's a, a Harley Quinn. There's so much going on here hell think about any second level superhero that we just haven't seen yet because dc can't get their shit together that now that that's possible a green lantern are they going to get green lantern together no yeah <sighs> okay i mean there's this just so much I, I love this what fans we've won we you know what even the snyder stands even you won today even you won today because parts of the Snyderverse are sort of integrated into James Gunn's vision of the DC universe. And so we, we won't be surprised win. if they rehire him. Snyder, you know, he, uh, Gunn and Snyder are friends. I will not be surprised. If they I, I, but, but I want Snyder to work from somebody else's script. I don't want him. I do not want Zack Snyder writing his own shit again. Yeah, because but uh, you know the last um, you know uh, James Gunn wrote the uh, Dawn of the Dead uh, remake from two thousand three. He wrote it. Zack Snyder directed it. Great movie. I want something like that. I want. I'm fine. You know, I'm totally fine with Zack Snyder's you know director directing. I just don't like his writing much, and I, I would like somebody else to to do that now. And I want to see James Gunn and Peter Safran. Do what Marvel's doing, which is getting a stable of good screenwriters. First of all, get 
get a group, a story group, so everyone can, you know, be coordinated. But to get a stable of good screenwriters that they can reliably go to, you know, to crank out these, you know, these good movie scripts, right? And then James Gunn, because he's a director and because Peter Safran has been working around, you know, filmmaking for so long, they are good at, they'll be good at vetting directors that can bring these, you know, that because one thing that Marvel does well is they recognize talent early on before they're too expensive to put onto a movie, right? Or they recognize someone who's already established, but that really wants to make something superhero related. And they get them in there and they, you know, they work them into the system. That's something they, they need to get the stable of writers, some go-to directors, right? And then just start picking stuff out of the DCU, uh, the DC uh, canon, good storylines that they can adapt and good characters that have yet to be exploited because as much as I love the big three, God damn it, can we get another fucking movie that doesn't involve them? So, anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the sky's the limit here. We will be watching very closely and with much interest uh, as you know, November 1st comes around and the new era in DC films uh, begins. I have very high hopes. Uh, we, I think we're in for some good times over the next you know, decade. So anyway, that's all of the news uh, for this week. Uh, big news week, uh, even with a few items. So what did you guys think about all of our news items? Did we miss anything? Did you agree, disagree, any of that stuff? Get down to the comment section. Let us know your thoughts. Of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnyshow one on Twitter. And uh, do us a favor, get down there, hit like on this video, helps with the algorithm, and uh, join the Super Not Funny Show family. We'd really appreciate that. Hit the notification bell to let you know uh, when uh, we drop new content. Um, And also, before uh, I move on, I did want to make a uh, note of a milestone reached by the channel. Uh, I know we've been at it for a while, and I'm not very good at advertising or whatever, but... We, we uh, passed 100 subscribers, Lottie. We're at uh, 102 subscribers right now. So we Hell must yeah. be doing something right. <laughs> That's cool. We're really uh, happy that everyone who uh, has uh, subscribed has done so. Thanks for listening. Thanks for just generally showing love. Uh, speaking of showing love, uh, you know, I can't do this show uh, by myself. Lottie helps me out tremendously. So, Lottie, where uh, can they reach you on social media? You can find me on my uh, Instagram, which is Anukinihun. It's, again, Anukinihun, A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. And, of course, you can also find me on my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun25. I'm going to get back into uploading content. Just been doing some, just been, you know, busy, a little bit busy with life, but it's going to come. Just give me, just be patient with me and everything will be back up. Yeah, you guys go uh, check out his socials. Show some love, like, subscribe. You know what to do. All right, all you Fabric and the Fleshbacks, thanks for joining us on this, the 73rd episode of the Super Now. can't believe that. I'm saying that. Uh, 73rd episode. Uh, we're coming up fast on 75. Um, so come back next week. Join us. We're going to talk about more of the superhero stuff. 
Till then, I've been Mote for Pay, Dresden Fabricant, and Comic Extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, above of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. We'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace.